The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Vegas, baby, Vegas. You got to love it. It is the Even Money Podcast, and it is week one in the National Football League, and we are presented by betonline.ag, the online gaming website of choice for the Even Money Podcast with the best odds and fast payouts. He is Steve Fezzik, the superstar, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling. He's the real deal. I'm a former NFL player, seven years along the O-line for five different teams, really four in terms of playing in regular season games. This is, I don't know, third or fourth year, Steve, maybe, that we've been doing this. So I'm loving it. Hopefully you guys are loving it. We will give you our bets for each and every game that we have them week one. We also, special this year, about once a month, we'll find out where the sharp money is, where the public money is, and get your questions answered from Dave Mason of betonline.ag. Dave, before we ask you some week one NFL line stuff, I just wanted to get you know your thoughts, your recap on McGregor, Mayweather, and, and how that you guys made out on that because we talked that week about all the money that had been pouring in for that fight. Yeah, it was it was um it was great. Couldn't couldn't ask for a better decision. Well, I guess if Mayweather won by decision, it would have been better. But you no know, no. Uh, it, it was great. The action was incredible. It, we we broke all sorts of record from metrics. The biggest sign up day, the biggest reactivation day, the biggest depositing day. Um, it was. <clears throat> it did a couple of years ago. Mayweather Pacquiao was was humongous. That was the biggest sign up day previously. Mayweather Pacquiao a couple of years ago. We blew that out of the water. That was the biggest bet, bet fight ever. We tripled that by three. It was the second biggest bet event of 2017, next to the Super Bowl. There were more, but however, that you, you got to think all oh, the Super Bowl has all those ways to bet, you know, 350, 400, 450 props, teasers, all that stuff, which this fight didn't have. Um, so, you know, there were there was more bets on Conor McGregor than the Falcons and Patriots spread bets combined for the Super Bowl. So that just shows you the crazy action was coming in, especially on McGregor. I mean, 
we kept lowering those odds. It, got, it was kind of like, oh, no, don't lower it more because I just knew the value and sharps are hitting it. But, I mean, we were just so far in the red, more than we ever expected that, <clears throat> I mean, Mayweather betters really got a great bargain. But, no, nah, man, it, it was a great start to the seasons. We've got the NFL season coming up, and we just wanted to bring you on just – Obviously, there's been a lot of activity. We're recording this Wednesday at 1220, whether it's Zeke Elliott or Andrew Luck. And just to get your thoughts on any big line movement as a result of that, or even just where you're seeing the sharp money as well as the public money coming in. Yeah, week one's always kind of a unique situation because... <clears throat> excuse me, the lines have been out there for so long and they've been, you know, even though the limits were a little lower, you know, there's still some good informed action coming in. So the lines go back and forth and there's so much news, like you said, Andrew Luck and Zeke Elliott. So lines are going back and forth. But um, yeah, just for Zeke Elliott, for instance, the, the Sharps were on the Giants early at like plus five and a half. That went down about plus three and a half. Then last night with Zeke Elliott coming back, that's plus. That's back up to plus four. So, um, but yeah, the Giants were a sharp play earlier, plus five and a half. Browns plus nine. That's now plus eight versus the Steelers. Texans. That's a sharp play at minus four, minus four and a half. That's now minus five and a half. As far as public is concerned, I mean, there's <laughs> there's so many lopsided games on this week's schedule. So there's going to be a lot of sweats for the house. Starting off with Thursday night game. I mean the the. the the Patriots were like what seventeen and two against the spread last year. They absolutely murdered BetOnline.ag. I mean, they killed us last year more than any team in the history of the company and probably the history of any uh, betting company, I'd imagine. But yeah, the, the players are on them again. Seventy-five percent of the early money is on the Patriots minus nine versus the Chiefs. <clears throat> we knocked that up from minus eight and a half to minus nine last night. Uh, that's kind of you know people think that's an insignificant move, eight and a half to nine. That's kind of a meaningless number but you know as steve will attest that that that's teaser driven right there i mean teasers are so bad for that for for the books last year and as as the lines get sharper and sharper those teasers are just hitting more and more so you know us knocking it up to nine that that kind of ensures against the teaser a little bit um also the steelers huge play road chalk at minus eight against the browns even though the the, the Sharps are on the Browns, like I said, 82% of the money is on the Steelers at minus 8. 87% of the early money is on the Panthers, minus 5.5 at the 49ers. And the biggest bet game uh, outside of the Patriots game so far is the Falcons at the Bears with 89% of the money on the Falcons. So that's where we stand. They love the road chalk. They love the road chalk every year. So there's three of those four games are road favorites that they're absolutely hammering. Steve, I have one more question for um, Dave, and it's actually from a listener, but I wanted to know if you had any before that. I think how much of a position, Dave, do you take on a game like Atlanta, Chicago, where you mentioned all the money is on Atlanta, but all the sharps are on Chicago? Do you have a, a preordained number where you say, hey, you know, I'm willing to go out of balance by 100000 and then I just got to get balanced? Or is it game by yeah, game? Yeah, for a game like that, no. It's not like the May, you know, the May, like I said, you know, the Mayweather-McGregor fight, you know, that was just, you have that number. Super Bowl, you have that number. But week one, on, on a, the, the exposure will be big, but you're, you're not going to NFL week one worry about that too much because it's going to be nowhere near 
as big as it would be for uh, you know May, May, McGregor Mayweather fight or the Super Bowl. Um, so the public will be on that side, and if you lose it, well, you got shoot 16 weeks of regular season to get it back, and you know, you know, it's a, you get you don't want to give too much um, value for the sharps where they they're making out ban- like bandits because it's harder to get the money back from them, as you know. Um, so it, yeah. It, you let it go. We'll let a game like that go. We won't give too much value for the Sharps. You'll you'll try to get a little bit buyback, but not not too much. Uh, and then the last question, Dave, this comes to us from Jason. He emailed us, Ross at RossTucker.com, but I thought this is one that you'd be a good one to answer. Big fan of the Even Money podcast. Had a question for Steve. Was wondering if you could ask him, do you think any line moves are not based on cash being bet? Um, and ba- and move to entice betters, most likely recreational, one way or the other. Or if a line goes from three and a half to four and a half, is it always based on the cash flows? So mm-hmm. I guess the question, Dave, is, you know, how much of the the line is based on where you think the <coughs> line should be? How much of it's based on the cash flows? And or do you ever, you know, have lines specifically to entice a certain side to uh, to to get involved? Right. And that's exactly what, you know, kind of Steve and I were just talking about. And, and the answer is, you know, most of the times as line move, it's it's about sharp action, that which is going to be pretty much what the correct line is. I mean, we'll be I just gave you all those exposures. I mean, the, the, the old fallacy that the book, you know, the, the book sets the number to get 50 50 action and we just scoop the juice. Now, that's that's fairy tale stuff. That's unicorns and leprechauns, man. I mean, <laughs> there's a decision. Look at these decisions. Look at these decisions. Um, you know, I've mentioned seventy-five percent, eighty-two percent, eighty-seven percent, eighty-nine percent. I mean, these are huge decisions. Um, that that the line is driven on the sharps ninety percent of the time. Like I said, big events like the Super Bowl, Mayweather McGregor, the public is going to hit that is going to affect that a lot more. But the, the sharps are affecting those moves. You know, we'll, we'll try to balance action and move from four and a half to five and try to balance action. But once those sharps start hitting, they're they're sitting there waiting for that number. They're waiting for that to get to minus five and a half. And and these sharps are you know betting four or five, even six figures a game. So you don't want to give them that five and a half just so we can get a little bit more public action. And then they they slam it for 50, 50 dimes. And now all of a sudden, holy hell, we're exposed on the wrong side. You know. So yeah, the the public we do move that line to I guess kind of entice it's not like we're enticing that action from from the public but it's like we know it's coming because we know they're betting that one side like steve said we know they're betting the the falcons when we need the bears but the sharps are on the bears so it it happens dave always appreciate the time thank you so so much i love it and thanks for helping clear up that question for our listener great stuff hey have a great weekend guys All right, there he is, Dave Mason from betonline.ag, always hooking us up with the other side of the aisle. I love it. So if you guys are listening to this podcast, obviously you like playing things, you like putting money on things. That's why I strongly encourage you to download my new favorite app, Draft. It's or you can just go to playdraft.com, but get the, get the app on your phone, Draft. It's awesome. It's, it's like Daily Fantasy combined with Best Ball, which 
I love. No trades, no waiver wire. You don't even have to set your lineup. Never worry about injuries again. Your best players get automatically selected, and you'll get the best score every week, and you can play for cold, hard cash. Just search Draft in the app or Play Store and join the game in minutes or play right from your computer on PlayDraft.com. Whatever you want. For a limited time only, all new players get a free entry into a best ball draft when you make your first deposit. But you have to use my promo code ROSS3. That's right. Play a real money game for free just for using my promo code ROSS3 on your first deposit on draft. Just search draft in the app store or go to playdraft.com and come play free with promo code ROSS3. Yeah, boy. Let's do it. Steve, you ready to pick the games? It's rock and roll. All right, Brian, you have the honors. This is very exciting, by the way. I've been waiting all offseason for this. All right, Ross, why don't you start it off? Thursday night football is the Kansas City Chiefs at the New England Patriots. Pats minus nine with a total of 48. Man, I mean, I have the Chiefs in the top ten of my power rankings, and to see the Patriots giving them nine points. That is a lot in the NFL. But what did Dave just say about the Patriots? They always seem to be able to beat the line, beat the Vegas odds. I'm going to pass this one. Um, I kind of gone back and forth with it. If I had a lean, it would be the Chiefs getting the nine points. But I'm going to pass. I think the Patriots probably end up winning by ten points. I'm not going to pass. I'm going to lead off with the Patriots. Uh, two stars. I have the Patriots rated 10 points, better than average team. That's as high a rating as I've ever had a team to start a season. I only have the Chiefs one point better. The Chiefs went 12-4, and four, not with good stats, but because they're fundamentally sound. But the Patriots are more sound. Um, they do things. The re- why did they win the Super Bowl? I'll tell you why. Because they kicked off to the one-yard line instead of kicking in the end zone. So the Patriots started every possession on 25, and Atlanta kept starting on the 12. That one factor turned the tide. I know Brady with the comeback and everything. They do things like that in each and every game. Uh, with my power rating at 9, the trends support um, New England. Super Bowl champs are great bets on the opening Thursday night game, something like 14-2 and two against the spread. Two stars, uh, two units rather, New England minus 9. All right, Steve, on to Sunday. It's the Jets at the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo minus 9.5 total there is 40. <laughs> Two teams that are tanking, just the Jets are doing a better job of it. I, I gave my clients under 41.5. 41 is such a key number. I will lean under, I think, Taylor off the concussion. Wow, they're going to just ground. The Bills should ground and pound, run the ball more than half the time. The clock ticking, the Jets, zero playmakers. So we'll lean under. And you don't like any either line in this. You don't like the line in this game, right, Steve? I'm not betting on the Jets, Ross, and I cannot lay nine and a half with the Buffalo Bills. Got it. All right, I'm going to put one unit on the under. I'm with you. I don't think there's a lot of points scored. The strength of both these teams is their defense, I think. So give me one unit on the under for the 40 total. Is that You took that as well, Steve? I'll, I'll put one unit on the under. I hate missing the 41, but I agree with you. Let's have a best bet. Nice. The best bet. 
All right, Ross, on to Atlanta. They will be at Chicago. Uh, Falcons minus seven, total 49 and a half. 49.5 is pretty high for a Bears defense. It's actually pretty decent, and I don't expect the Bears to really score that many points on their end of it. Um, the line at seven feels about right. The Falcons win by a touchdown. But I'm going to put another unit on the under here, under 49 and a half. I have no faith in the Bears offense, uh, but I do have some faith in their defense to at least not let this one get out of control. Remember, the Falcons do have a new offensive coordinator as well. In fact, I'm going to put two units on the under 49 and a half. Two units, the under 49 and a half. Atlanta rated only two and a half points better than an average team. I really think they're going to miss Shanahan, plus the Super Bowl hangover is real. Teams on the road, Ross, the last 17 years, 2-17 and 17 against the spread, the Super Bowl loser in week one. I actually love the Bears compared to the marketplace. Um, yeah, they stunk when Barkley was throwing interceptions. We started the last seven games. Their third-string quarterback after their second-string quarterback you know, took over. I think Lennon will be a big improvement. They were minus 20 in turnover differential. They were extremely unlucky in close games. I think the Bears will be much improved. Atlanta will regress. I agree with you with the under. I want to put three stars on the Bears plus the seven. I'm going to make a bold prediction. The Bears will win the game outright, and I will go under with you for uh, one unit, so a best bet there as well. The best bet. Moving on, Steve. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Houston Texans. Houston minus five with a total of 40. Really am concerned about how Houston's going to respond long-term to Hurricane Harvey. It really train-wrecked um, the Katrina, the Saints season. But the Saints came out firing that first game after Katrina where they could play. Houston might do the same. I want no part of Bortles in Jacksonville. I'll pass the game. Yeah, I, I, I just – Jacksonville – um, is a mess to me. I think this is another low-scoring game. I'll put one more unit on the under. Usually early in the season, the defenses seem to be ahead of the offenses. I'm going to put one unit on the under, and I'm going to put one unit on the Houston Texans laying five points. Feels like a 20-10 a, a to 10 game type of game for me that the Texans end up winning. So one unit on the Texans and one unit on the under. All right, Ross, the Philadelphia Eagles minus one at home. No, I'm sorry, minus one. They're at the Washington Redskins, 47 and a half. Well, and Steve knows, uh, um, Steve and I, I think, are sharing a brain about the Eagles being the better team here. He's been talking about this for weeks. You could have gotten the Eagles, you know, what, Steve, plus two, plus three for a while there? Yeah, and in fact, this was the one game, Ross, I did give out an early play. I, we, we played the Philly over in Washington under, and I said bet the Eagles plus the two for a max bet um, on our season win episode, yes. I'm still going to put uh, two units on the Eagles here. I think they're the better team. I think they'll show that. Cannot help the, the, the Redskins that their starting safety just retired right before the season. So that's not good. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take the Reds, the, the Eagles, two points, laying uh, two units, I should say, laying one point. Yeah, and I already was documented on Philadelphia, so I really don't want to lay one when I took two, but I think we can still count it as a best bet because I certainly would still look that way um, because I was already down on Philadelphia. So, a best bet. The best bet. 
Steve, the Arizona Cardinals minus one and a half there at the Detroit Lions. 48 is your total there. Yeah, another game. I gave the, my clients out during the summer, and this is a weird week. Week one, you had all summer to bet, so all kinds of uh, really good bets that were, were made back in the summertime, and now it's getting rather expensive. Having said that, I still prefer Arizona. I think they're a playoff team. I think Detroit, um, Stafford simply can't beat good teams, and I do believe that Arizona is a good team. So we're way late to the party. One unit, though, Arizona is going to win the game. We're going to lay one half even with that nasty early start time for the West Coast team. I'm with you on that one. I think Arizona is the better team here. Detroit, you know, Ziggy Ansah's status, we'll see how productive he is. Then you've got the fact that the Arizona Cardinals, I, I think that they really geared up for this year with Carson Palmer, Larry Fitzgerald. They understand the importance of this game. And no Taylor Decker, Kerry Hyder out for the year. Just too much noise for the Lions. Give me the Cardinals. I'll take two units. I'll lay a point and a half, two units on the Arizona Cardinals. That is a best bet. The best bet. All right, moving on, Ross. We've got the Oakland Raiders, another team on the West Coast going east. They're at the Tennessee Titans. Titans minus two, total 51. This one seems about right to me. I would probably, I think Tennessee wins the game at home. Oakland, early start time. Um, I just, I I don't want to lay two points. This is, feels like almost a a 50-50 game to me. So this is a pass for me. I made a huge bet on Tennessee back when they were catching a point in this game. I still think it's a good bet. I think Tennessee is every bit as good as Oakland, if not better. I have the teams rated equally. Um, actually, I have Tennessee, correction, rated as a better team. Oakland has no defense, but they've got all that flash. They went 12-4 and last year because they won all of their close games last year, and they won all their close games traveling east and to the central time zones. Well, they were 1-18, traveling to the East Coast. I know this isn't completely the East Coast. Same thing, but that was prior to 2016. So Oakland has a long history of struggling in the, in the Eastern time zone. It is an early start time. Revenge for Tennessee for a 17-10 to 10 loss. Last year, Tennessee wins this game. Two units, Tennessee. All right, Steve. The Tampa Bay-Miami game has officially been moved, so we're going to move on as well. Baltimore at Cincinnati. The Bengals minus three, total 42.5. Yeah, you know, I'm surprised that some money is trickling in on Baltimore. I would lean to the Bengals minus three. Baltimore's center, Urschel, retires. They lost their tight end. Flacco's not 100%. They got the best kicker in the game, and he's also their best offensive player, which is a condemnation of their offense, which with the Bengals' bad O-line that's going to put me on the under in this game. I'm going to play the under for two units. Interesting. Um, Yeah, I I can see the offense having issues for both these teams. Ravens' defense is awesome, and obviously Flacco, he's got the disc issue in his back. I'm with you, Steve. I'm going two units on the under 42.5 as well. Another best bet. The best bet. Ross, the Pittsburgh Steelers minus 8.5 at the Cleveland Browns with a total of 47. Yeah, I mean, the Steelers are going to win the game. Uh, The total seems right. I think Cleveland in the season opener might put forth a better better fight than people realize. I I don't want to touch this one. I guess I'd probably lean Pittsburgh to win 
by double digits, but I'm going to, I'm going to pass this one. You know, I've got some friends that make fun of the Jets and the Cleveland backers. It seems like both those teams got hit on a weekly basis. You'd see the spread drop and then they play the game and they both get blasted every week. And I just refuse to be backing really bad teams. I think Cleveland is a really bad team. I don't know why they're getting so much pub for being greatly improved. They got to prove it to me first. Um, I'll uh, lean to the Steelers. Whole lot of Steeler fans in Cleveland for this game. I'll pass though. All right, Steve. On to the late afternoon Sunday games. Indianapolis will be out west at the L.A. Rams. Rams favored by three and a half. Total forty-one and a half. You know, I read a book. I think it's Think Big, Think Small, and it talked about anchors and how we get. We see an anchor, we see an answer, and we don't want to move too far away from it. And I think it applies here. Indianapolis was laying three before the luck news broke and luck's out, Tolzine starting, and we're like, well, we can't move that spread too many points. How, how important can Andrew Luck possibly be? And the truth is we should be moving this, in my opinion, nine points. I think that the Rams are a much better team than the Colts, with, even with Goff who is every bit as good as Tolzien and the rest of the Rams squad is way, way, way better than the Colts. Given that and their home and the Colts have to travel across the country, I know it's crazy. I'm going to lay a three and a half. I'll put a unit on it. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. I just don't have any faith in the Rams. So I'm, I'm going to pass this game. I probably would lean Rams as well, though. Who knows what's going to happen with the Colts. They have totally mismanage that quarterback situation to have Tolzien be starting what looks like will be multiple games. But I'm going to pass this one, but I'm not going to pass on ZipRecruiter.com the next time I need to hire anybody for anything. Unlike the other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them. In fact, 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within one day here's what you can do to be able to post your jobs for free go to ziprecruiter.com slash ross again ziprecruiter.com slash ross you get to try it for free ziprecruiter.com slash ross ross you're going to be in green bay this weekend aren't you I am. All right. Well, Seattle will be there as well uh, against the Packers. Packers favored by three. Total is 50 and a half. I like the Seahawks. Um, I like the boost that they got from, and I know how good the Packers typically are at home offensively, but Rodgers got off to a slow start last year, and I like the fact that the Seahawks just added Sheldon Richardson to their rotation I think the Seahawks have a darn good chance to win this game outright. I'll put one unit on Seattle getting the three points. I agree with Ross that Seattle is a fine team. I've got these as two best teams in the NFC and pretty equal teams. But I'm going to go the other way. I think the two highest home field advantages in the NFC are these two teams. They played four times the past three years, and the home team has won every one of them, and most significantly – the Packers have been a little bit down the last two years, and those games were lined close to pick them the both times that they hosted Seattle, and they won both games by double digits. Last year they won 38-10. to 10. 
funky grass in Green Bay. I, I'm not a horticulture major. I don't know why other teams struggle so much, but I've heard that that's a big part of it. Green Bay is just dynamite at home. I'll lay the three for you, and head-to-head. All right, Steve. Carolina Panthers minus five and a half. They're up in San Francisco with a total of 48. I actually think that San Francisco is going to be greatly improved for one reason, coaching. They had a year of Tomsula. They had a year of dysfunctional Kelly, and now they bring in Shanahan. I know his schemes are complex, and I'm a little worried backing them early in the year, but the locker room, the whole attitude is great right now for San Francisco. Their um, starting quarterback is Brian Hoyer, the only quarterback to have a winning record for the Cleveland Browns starting since 1999. He's certainly serviceable, and what swayed me the most, opening day the last two years, San Francisco beat the Vikings 20-3. to They beat the Rams 28 to nothing. All right, short sample, but uh, no team has been better opening up in their home stadium. Cam Newton, what did he play? Three plays in preseason, so he should be rusty. I'll take the generous five-and-a-half points, two units. I'm with you, Steve. You and I are sharing a brain on that one. I love what I saw from the Niners in the preseason. Cam Newton is very much an unknown for me. I like the Niners to have a pretty good chance to win the game outright. I'll take those five-and-a-half points at home. I'll put two units on the Niners as well. The best bet. Sunday night is football night, Ross, and Ezekiel Elliott is going to be playing for the Dallas Cowboys. They are favored by four against the G-Men. 48 is the total. Yeah, it was interesting to hear from Dave Mason that evidently Zeke is worth half a point. I'm not sure he is, and I like the Giants in this one. I I think the Giants beat them twice last year for a reason. I think the Cowboys' defense is a mess, and even they don't even know who their left guard is, and there's just still – uncertainty surrounding Zeke Elliott. I'll take the Giants. Two units getting the four points. Well, I certainly bet the Giants earlier in the summer and when it was six, so we were on the same page there. My concerns are I really don't like Eli. I actually think Elliott is worth a point um, because McFadden is just such a drop-off compared to what he can do, especially you know out of the backfield catching passes. And the Giants, they can't run the ball. Their defense is very good. But Beckham, Marshall, Shepard, all of their receivers are banged up. Wow. With the O-line having problems, and I mean not liking Eli, means I don't think the Giants necessarily going to score enough to cover. But it will put me on the under 48. I will put two units on the under. Steve, on a Monday night, we've got two Monday night games this week. Uh, New Orleans, first up, New Orleans at Minnesota. Adrian Peterson goes back to, uh, to Minneapolis. Vikings favored by three and a half with a total of 48. You know, this is the one game I have not placed a wager on. It is right where I made my numbers. Better sports investment opportunities, I pass. Yeah, you know, I'm going to be there on the sideline and looking forward to it. I think... Other than the L.A. teams, it's the only stadium I haven't been to yet in the NFL. So I'm looking forward to taking it in there. And I think the Vikings win by about three. Um, I, I do think 48 seems a little bit high to me. If I was going to place a bet on this game, and I'm not, I would place it on the under 48. Um, I think the Saints' defense will be improved, and I think the Vikings' defense is good. But I'm not... I'm not going to place it, but that would be where I would lean. 
All right, Ross, let's finish it off. The Chargers at the Denver Broncos. Denver minus 3.5. Our total here is 43.5. This is the same for me. It's, it's the exact same thing. I feel, I feel the same way about this game as I do about the Vikings Saints. I, I, you know, Denver being at home, I just the Chargers have already had some injury woes. I think Denver finds a way to win by about three points. Um, and I think that the Chargers – I would lean Chargers here. If I had to lean one way or the other, I would lean Chargers. But I'm going to pass this game as well. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm leaning Chargers. I'm worried about Coach Lynn and whether he's going to be ready based upon what I saw in preseason. But you know what? San Diego, along with Chicago, was San Diego. I'm going to call them San Diego all year long that way. We won't confuse our L.A. teams. The Chargers are, were, were very much injured. Keenan Allen went down week one when they were punking the Chiefs, and that was a huge deal. And now that they've got Allen back and they got Gordon healthy with Rivers, they've got so many weapons. They're so much better than Denver offensively. And Demarius Thomas is not 100%. He has a groin injury. There's a lot to like about the Chargers and double revenge for two close losses. And they lost by three points. They still covered in those close, close losses last year. I think I'm going to put two units on San Diego plus the three and a half and two rookie head coaches. Who knows what we're going to see? I predict we see conservatism. New head coaches in the first game, Ross, don't run fake punts. They punt on fourth and one from the other team's 45. They don't go for it. I'm going to go under the 43.5, especially with Demarius Thomas not being 100%. Two units on the under. Well, that was a bunch of best bets, Bry, Steve, which means you guys know exactly which games you should go and wager on at betonline.ag. What's so cool is that if you use the promo code EVENMONEY on your first deposit, you get a 50% welcome bonus. 50% up to $2,500 worth of sports book free plays it's awesome plus they'll give you a free 25 dollars on your first live bet think about that betonline.ag you get a free 25 bucks and a 50 percent bonus on your deposit that is awesome betonline.ag make sure you use the promo code even money to score your $2,500 bonus. It is finally here, week one of the 2017 NFL regular season. Finally, Stevie and I get to play some bets, and you do as well, over at betonline.ag using the code EVENMONEY. You know the deal. iTunes rankings, comments, so appreciated, and they take very little time. For those of you that are studs and go the extra mile, retweets and social media, I'm checking everybody for my prize every week I give out on the RTFP, as well as the Madden codes. I'm checking my list, and I'm checking it twice. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at rostucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found. 
Hello, this is Coach Jim Harbaugh with my esteemed colleague and co-host J.T. Rogan. And we're excited to announce our new podcast, Attack Each Day, the Harbaugh's podcast, that's coming to Podcast One. Each week we'll be talking to different members of the Harbaugh family along with athletes, celebrities, and unique guests. On different episodes, we'll have my dad, Jack, my brother, John, my sister, Joni, my wife, Sarah, and even my kids from time to time. We'll have great guests each week, and we'll attack each podcast with an enthusiasm unknown to mankind. Sounds pretty good to me. So join us each Tuesday on Attack Each Day, the Harbaugh's podcast here on Podcast One. Also make sure to subscribe on PodcastOne.com, on the new Podcast One app, or at Apple Podcasts. And Coach, who's got it better than us? I know the answer to that, JT. Nobody. 